0: Welcome to Choir Talks. Thank you for joining us this week to read some scripture together. I hope that the Lord will speak to you through this great scripture. Today we are still in Ephesians. Catch up on some of those past episodes if you want to catch up to us, but Ephesians chapter 5 is where we are today. And today we're going to talk about walking. Uh, Walking is a a metaphor that Paul uses in the book of Ephesians, meaning the way that we live. Um, Walk worthy, he's told us uh, in the last chapter, walk worthy of Christ. And in this chapter, he he describes three other ways of walking uh, that will detail out how we are to live in Christ. Um, So I'll point that out to you, and you'll see it as we go. Here in chapter 5, verse 1, it says this, Follow God's example, therefore, as dearly loved children, and walk in the way of love, just as Christ has loved us and gave himself up for us, a fragrant offering and sacrifice to God. All right, so if you caught that, he says, walk in love. Here's the first walk. Here's the first way that we should live as believers. Um, So the very first phrase, I want to not pass up this phrase. He says, follow God's example as dearly loved children. Um, That's a great picture in my head about the way we are to follow. Um, God is our father, and we are his children, and and we are just to to follow him. Uh, In my head, I kind of just am picturing a little boy following his father as he mows the yard or does some sort of work or something. Um, You know, it's just like little boys, just to imitate and follow along behind. And so as God's children, that's a picture of how we should react, how, how we should interact with the Father is just to, to see His character and His heart and His nature and follow and do the same thing. And the first biggest thing that, that you see about God is that God is love. Um, in fact, let me just go ahead and tell you, here's the three walks this week. We are to, to walk in love, walk in light as children of light, and to walk wisely. All three of those come out of following the Father. Um, God is love It's what 1 John simply says, God is love. So we should walk in love. 1 John also says God is light, um, meaning he is holy and he is morally perfect. So as his children, as we're following him, we should walk in light. And then it says in 1 John also that God is truth. So as believers, we should walk wisely, walk walk in his truth. So Paul's going to talk about all three of those here in in this passage in Ephesians. So first of all, walk in love. So if we're following the Father whose heart is love, um, then we are, verse 2, walk in the way of love. And then he gives us this great instruction or this great example, just as Christ loved us and gave himself up for us. All right, so if we're going to walk in love, We're going to do it like Christ, and he gives us this, that Christ gave himself up for us. The really distinguishing thing about this agape spiritual love with which God loves us is that it is sacrificial. Obviously, Jesus is the perfect example of that when he sacrificially gave his life for you and for me so that we would have salvation, that we would have God as our father. So now, if we are going to walk in love, if we're going to follow that example, then we've got to love sacrificially. That, that's a whole different way of loving than the world teaches us to love. Um, sacrificially means that Jesus chose what was not in his best interest, but was in your best interest. And so, as his followers, we're going to choose not always what is in our best interest, but in the best interest of others. Our focus is going to be on them, and if it causes us to sacrifice, then we do it, because in that way, we are really walking in love, just as Christ walked in love. Here's Notice also this last phrase, uh, God, Christ, just as Christ loved us and gave himself up for us, as a fragrant offering and sacrifice to God. Right, that really was instructive to me. So when we are sacrificially giving something up for the sake of someone else, we are doing that not necessarily for that person, even though we, our love flows to them, but actually we're doing it as an offering to the Lord because our love flows to him. When we sacrifice, we are making a sacrifice for somebody else, but it's also an act of worship. It's an offering to the Lord. So every day as you sacrificially give, you are showing the Father to the world, but you are also giving Him glory. You're, you're presenting an offering of worship to Him. All right. Um, and, it, and it's a fragrant offering. I like that thought because that tells me that anything that you do in secret uh, that is for someone else, that is sacrificial love, giving up for the sake of someone else, does not go unnoticed by the Father. That's an awesome thing. The Father's eye is on you, and he catches the fragrant offering that you give when you sacrificially love someone. All right, the second type of walking is walk as children of light. So verse 3, he says, but among you there must not even be a hint of sexual immorality or any kind of impurity or of greed uh, because these are improper for God's people. Um, So here... We're talking about walking as children of light. He comes back, in fact, in verse eight. He says, "For you were once darkness, but now you are light in the Lord. So live as children of light, or walk as children of light." So, if this is who we are, um, then we have got to uh, walk in accordance with who we are. If we are children of light, that means that that God is um, well. Uh, First Peter says this: that God has called us out of darkness, that sinful place that we were before we knew God. God has called us out of darkness into his marvelous light, and now we are children of light. So we're going to put away the old lifestyle. We talked about that in the last couple of episodes. We're going to put away that because that's not who we are anymore, and we're going to walk now as children of light. Um, It might seem a little weird that he puts sexual immorality and greed here in verse 3 back to back, but those are really similar sins if you think about it. Both of them are having an uncontrolled appetite towards something and, and wanting to satisfy that appetite by taking something that, is, that does not belong to you. Um, First John also puts these two ideas together uh, in, in chapter 2 when he says there's the lust of the flesh and the lust of the eyes. So going, reading on here, verse 4 says, Also there shouldn't be any obscenity or foolish talk or coarse joking, which are out of place, but rather thanksgiving. All right, so if we're walking as children of in the light, in chapter four we we learned about some ways that we're going to talk differently, and so here he's reiterating that we we are going to talk differently. We're going to put away coarse kind of talk, off color kind of talk. When I was thinking about this, I was thinking, you know, what do you laugh at? What are the things that people say or you might say that that seem funny to you? Um, it, he goes on to say here, um, but. The way we ought to talk ought to be with thanksgiving. Now, putting those two ideas together was helpful to me. In fact, it just kind of brought a rule around in my mind, like, shouldn't I think about it this way? If I'm in any conversation, I should be able to turn that conversation easily and be able to say uh, that I give thanks to God for something. So if you're in a conversation where it is going in a direction where that would be weird or that would be awkward, Uh, Maybe that's not the right conversation for you to be in as as God's child. Um, Verse 5 says, uh, For all of this you can uh, be sure that no immoral, impure, or greedy person, such a person as an idolater, has any inheritance in the kingdom of God. Um, The word... uh, um, immoral here. It comes from the Greek word that is pornos, which obviously um, means pornography or, or the word that we get pornography from. That's kind of a sexual impurity. Um, and he says, Paul says that that these type of things are idolatry. And so if, if if I get stuck on these sins and they become more important to me than following Jesus, if I can't give up these kind of sin in my life, Um, that's not as important to me as following Jesus, then then they're an idol in my life. Um, Then verse 8 is our theme here, walking in light. Uh, For you were once darkness, but now you are light in the Lord. Uh, John says this, Everyone who does evil hates the light and will not come into the light for fear that their deeds will be exposed. But whoever lives by the truth comes into the light so that it may be seen plainly uh, that what they have done, they have done in the sight of God. Everything that that you do is known to the Father. And light, if he is light, he exposes what is the truth about what we do, what we think, and what we say. He goes on here to say, um, For the fruit of the light consists in three things, goodness, righteousness, and truth. This is what walking in light produces in us. Goodness, that's love in action. Righteousness, secondly, that's right character before God, having integrity. And then truth, And that is conforming to God's word and God's will. Living as children of light means uh, to live before the, the eyes of God, not hiding anything. It's to have integrity. That integrity means that uh, who you are, when no one else sees, are you or what kind of person are you there? Because God always sees. God always knows. Verse 10 says something really interesting. It's, and find out what pleases the Lord. Um, I got stuck on that phrase and thought about that a lot this week. Find out what it is that pleases the Lord. If I say that I'm a follower of his, I'm trying to walk in love like him, walk in light like him, then I need to find out what it is that pleases the Lord. How can I do that? Well, man, that's why you came and tuned into Choir Talks. That's why I came to Ephesians and started to study. We've got to understand what this Word tells us about what it is that pleases the Father. Um, And so, congratulations. Thank you for doing that. But let's be committed to reading this and understanding whatever it is that pleases the Father because that's what I want to do as his child. Verse 14. This is why it is said, Wake up, sleeper, rise from the dead, and Christ will shine on you. Still, that idea of light. Um, Living in the light is like waking up to a new day. The darkness of the graveyard is over for us, and salvation has dawned in our life. And we walk now by that light. Here's the last walk walk in wisdom. Um, verse 15 says, be careful then how you live or how you walk, not as unwise, but as wise, making the most of every opportunity because the days are evil. So we are to walk wisely. We are to be careful, he says, in the way that we live. Um, that's uh, There's wisdom there in being careful. It's reading the times, reading the circumstances in my life, and, and being careful that I don't follow a wrong way, that I don't get off the path that God has ordained for me. In verse 16, it says, making the most of every t- opportunity because the days are evil. In other words, uh, there's, there's a co between being wise and being aware of time, the time that we have. How we spend time in our life uh, shows, reveals what our wisdom is or is not. Um, so we want to we recognize that the, the times in our lives these days belong to the Father and that we're going to be careful as we walk through them, that we don't live through them sinfully. We live as followers of the light and, and walking in love and walking in wisdom. Hey, thanks for sharing with me tonight. Hope that you will read these verses on your own and allow the Lord to speak to you uh, through Ephesians chapter 5. Have a great week.